Hello everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of This Nintendo Life. It is our E3 post-show wrap-up, uh, our E3 special for this year. And I'm joined, as always, by Bali. Hello Bali, how are you doing? Hi MBZ, I'm not in quite uh, the high spirits I was last year, let's just say. Yeah, let's just say that... Uh, <laughs> probably not going to be a fun to listen to podcast um but um look gotta face harsh realities and uh we're here to talk about nintendo whether they do incredible stuff or whether they fuck up royally so we're here and there's some good stuff there's definitely some good stuff to talk about so sure there's there's some stuff but um Anyway, uh, we have kind of a rundown of stuff that's happened here. Before we jump into this battle, I just want to talk quickly about the Nintendo World Championships, because that was kind of the pre-show yeah, sure, for Nintendo, um, and they had some interesting stuff there. Let's start things off with the stupidly ridiculous announcement that I don't think anyone in the right mind saw coming. <laughs> Before the championship even started, they got Shigesato Itoi out on, uh, in, not on stage, but in a video presentation. Like his own little direct. Yeah, basically a mini little video message from him, and uh, people were like, holy shit, are they going to announce Mother 3? And they didn't announce Mother 3, they instead announced that they are bringing the first Earthbound game, or as it's known in Japan, Mother, the original Mother game, to Virtual Console. The English localization, which was apparently done about 20 years ago, is now on the Virtual Console. What the fuck? That's one of the craziest things. Earthbound beginnings. I kind of feel like if this had been in the Nintendo Digital event, people would have been a bit more positive on it don't you think like yeah this this as an announcement in that i think would have been much more of a megaton um i mean there was just... literally nothing virtual console related in the digital event and we'll get to that when we get there but yeah you're right i think looking back it was probably a bad idea to move this announcement to the sunday not stick it on the tuesday yeah it was just completely out of nowhere like absolutely surprising and everyone was like super excited about it so i mean apparently that game isn't particularly great the original earthbound is better uh, a lot of people seem to uh, seem to think but it's amazing that it's on there and it kind of gives the indication that with all that smash brothers stuff happening with lucas that there is a real chance that mother 3 will be localized for north america i think it's a, it's a certainty by now it's just yeah, a it matter has to be. of when right that, like they've acknowledged it so many times it's definitely happening. Um, I thought it may happen during the digital event, but it didn't. So, uh, be that as it may, uh, that was a crazy great announcement. So, like that was kind of if that was a sign of things to come. I think this E3 could have been incredible, but unfortunately, it was kind of like this high peak where um, there weren't many others. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But uh, let's talk more about the Nintendo World Championship. What do you think of this event in general, Bali? How do you feel about it? Um, it was overall really good uh there were definitely some low points that we'll get to i'm sure but the high points were really cool and definitely left us a lot more pumped about um super mario maker as it's been renamed um, yeah yeah they've, uh, they've later. but um yeah so that part seeing incredibly high level uh gamers playing an incredibly innovative and tough game like some of the levels that were created for super mario maker was definitely my high point Absolutely. That um, really, I I didn't think the rest of the event was that great. Honestly, like the platoon stuff was nice to you know. I enjoyed the speed running more than the multiplayer. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That multiplayer stuff did not seem good at all, especially when you have these terrible commentators and the child that was on stage. Like <laughs> Nintendo, never work with misstep. animals and children. Never work with animals and children. Yeah. 
bad idea. That yeah. was terrible. So I, yeah, they needed to sort that shit out, and they didn't. Well, I think a, a big problem with uh, with it was that, especially on Splatoon and Super Smash Brothers um, and Mario Kart, I think they they just they didn't name the players, so they made a big deal about all the speedrunners they got on and these guys from the internet on and they were like we've got these cool uh, characters that you all know and then they didn't name them on in the game they're just called like player one etc and yeah so you have no fucking clue who anyone exactly so that was a complete facepalm moment it's like come on you've been planning this let's just name them at least you know yeah that was yeah that was horrible like they it, it made me just not care about those splatoon matches and it yeah it kind of disengaged me quite a bit um it was fine because i was just fucking snarking on twitter about it but you know oh the snark was so high so strong yeah yeah twitter really did make this event for me honestly like i'm not sure i could have got through it without twitter but uh that end that end sequence was the best thing um i mean there was some nice zelda speedrunning stuff some nice mario stuff happening metro super metroid reggie reggie coming on stage to get his ass kicked Oh, that was yeah. That was good fun. That That was fun. The hungry box. The hungry box segment was amazing. That was really good fun. Reggie was terrible at Smash Brothers, Um, and of course, you know they had the Smash Brothers direct beforehand. Yeah, we should mention um, that. Which would have been such a huge thing if they had not had it leak. uh, Which I think that was really unfortunate that that happened, and it kind of took the wind out of their sails. But we have Roy and Lucas and Ryu, and they're all playable right now. And two more stages, and the Miiverse stage. Good, great stuff for Smash Brothers. Really great stuff. Again, it kind of makes you think if they hadn't done this in its own Nintendo Direct, they could have just bundled it into the digital event and made that way stronger. Yeah, I agree. This is another strong announcement that they've spent a lot of time on, obviously, judging by the price. Um, so this should have been in the digital event. Um, I would have even argued that you just create a separate Amiibo Direct and then have have your yeah. have the characters and all the good stuff in in the, the digital event. So yeah, that was, a, that was maybe a misstep to... to with the timing of that um, event, but great announcements, and we've already played the three characters, and they're they're, they're they're great, aren't they? Yeah, oh, amazing! Like this is easily one of my favorite things to come out of E3 for the fact that it's here right now, and I can play it right now. You know, mm. like a lot of these things, like okay, we can wait for this in the future. This is this is now, and you can do it. So go ahead; they're all out there. Um, good stuff. So uh, yeah, um, the finale, of course, we kind of mentioned before, but. Man, I'm excited for Mario Maker now, and I didn't think I would be saying that. Like, it was one of those games that I wasn't even sure I was going to even buy um, because of I'm so burned out on you know the new Super Mario Brothers series and what they've done with Mario in recent years. 2D wise has not been up my street. I just haven't connected with it whatsoever. Yeah, seeing I... those levels and seeing those guys play those levels made me like this is like magical. Like this is so so cool, and the stuff they did with that was. Really took my breath away, honestly. I, I was really concerned that, you know, what we'd seen was all they were going to be able to do. Like, we'd already seen quite a lot of innovation, and you were like, yeah, that, of course they can do... I can't even think of an example, but, I don't know, stick Bowser in this really crazy place. Whereas, 
the levels that they showed here were just unbelievable. Like they, they put an awful lot of time and work into those stages to make sure that they were hard as nails. They had some like tons of traps, uh, things like that. The physics with stuff like throwing the Cooper shells through through these mazes of um, obstacles was just incredible and. I agree with you, MBZ. I'm super excited for this game. I think it's now a day one purchase for me, and I really look forward to seeing how they go about sharing those cool stages. And that's one thing we still don't know, still don't know, unfortunately. They spent so much time on the digital event talking about this game, and yet we still don't know anything about the online sharing. What yes. does that tell you? I don't know. Uh, it's but a they're still scary. working on it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe that's partly what they're doing with DNA, is using their infrastructure to do that stuff, but who knows? I guess we'll find out eventually, but um, yeah, it was good. We saw all four of the art styles. Um, the physics seemed different between them. Uh, that was something of a concern that we were kind of discussing beforehand. Uh, do you agree with me now, Bally, that the <laughs> physics are different, and that they do different mechanics in each one? Because there was wall jumping no, in the agree, Super Mario yes. Brothers and stuff like that. So I'm not going to deny that there was definitely wall jumping, and you can't do that in the other levels, but I'm still convinced the physics are u- u- unified. I don't think so. You're crazy. I just okay, right. do not think that's the case. <laughs> it's does. It did not look like that to me at all. So um, we'll see. But I, yeah, it's 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 different. Um, yeah. Anything else uh, that we saw at this Nintendo Championship? Do you think Do you think they'll do it again next year, or do you think they'll go for something different again? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it went down pretty well. We saw uh, a um, we saw Blast Ball in the thing. Oh yeah, they did we, reveal we can, that we there. Can, we can get to maybe later. Yeah, how about we get to that later? Sure. Um, let's uh, let's try and jump in here with the actual digital event. So that was all the pre stuff. That was all Sunday. Um, and they before... kind of stole Sunday though as a result. Between Smash Brothers and the World Championships, it was a really, really kind of hype time for Nintendo they did some really great announcements and I think Sunday worked well it was a good primer and then it was like uh, they didn't it's like they had the main event before the pre-event almost in many ways Mm. but um, anyway let's let's get to the Nintendo digital event Uh, just happened like an hour ago (laughs) Um, and uh, there was some things that were announced in it not that many things, but we'll uh, we'll talk about the ones that are relevant. Um, so we kick it off, and it is an amazing start. They have partnered with clearly the Muppets, and they had Iwata and Reggie and Miyamoto as Muppets. And this segment was my favourite thing in the entire it's, Nintendo. It's Jim event. Henson, but yes, Jim Henson makes the Muppets. Right, right. So um, they basically had a partnership with those guys, and. Uh, Wow, that was awesome. I thought that was like such a good sign of things to come. You know, they did the robot chicken stuff last year, which was amazing, and that kind of primed us for the announcements they had there. Um, this year, it was the best thing in the entire event, and that should really tell you what we thought of like the entire the, event. The, from like an artistic perspective, like of and what the director of that digital event has done. It was just done incredibly well in terms of music, um, the shots, the cutaways, all that, those sort of technical things were just so well done um, that it really showed the advantage you can have in doing a pre-recorded event versus a live press conference. Like it just worked so well, and obviously they're puppets, not people, but it worked amazingly well. Yeah, it um, 
Yeah, I, I kind of wish now that there's a Nintendo game that uses that as an art style. You know, they go with all these weird, crazy things like the Clay and Kirby and the Woolly World stuff. Have a game that's like in a puppet style. Next year will be in like South Park style or something. <laughs> oh man, God, that would be kind of crazy. You know what I was thinking is that maybe that was the art style that they were going to use for Star Fox. I would have been so fine with that. I think that would have been incredible. Uh, if you look at like the box art for the original Star Fox on NES, it looks a lot like that. Like they actually. Yeah, had... I think that's probably what they were trying yeah. to invoke. They had cuddly yeah, toys and like it's been known a very long time that like Star Fox was based upon um, uh, Thunderbirds. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and they told that story, yeah. uh, that whole thing. So let's move on to Star Fox then. It is now known as Star Fox Zero. We need Fox to make the Zero. point that they transformed into the characters from Star Fox from their Muppets gradually. And if you've not right, seen yeah, it yeah. yet, you have to check it out because the art direction and the, the, the narrative that they're going for with that just worked so well to get to the first game. Yes, yes indeed. So uh, let's jump into Star Fox then. Uh, Star Fox Zero is the new name, and uh, it is pretty much Star Fox 64 in HD, but there's lots of different stuff about it, and apparently it's being developed uh, in collaboration with Platinum Games, which actually makes me way more excited for it now, given Bayonetta and how fucking awesome that game is. Um, I'm pretty excited for this game, and uh, this seems like the big holiday title, uh, as I guess we kind of predicted mm. in some ways. Yeah, I'm um, I'm really excited by what I saw. Um, I was I was a big fan of Star Fox 64 3D, and it feels like they've really tried. I'm not, and you might disagree with me on this, Emmys, but I feel like they've tried to capture the N64 art style in an HD world, and I actually think it looked pretty good. I know that a lot of people have said it looks a bit rough but I quite liked it yeah I I definitely think it looks rough like it's the sort of thing where I had hoped that they would as Nintendo usually do come up with a very unique art style for the game it just felt like they'd HDified the N64 version and it didn't really hit the mark visually like it looked good but it wasn't wowing me, and that's unfortunate because I think that Star Fox is the sort of game that can impress on a visual level, and it isn't showing off what we you can do very well. Um, so, and there's lots yeah. of tank transformations, um, transformations into like these Walker things, and literally transforming between the mid level and sort of walking about, flying about. I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, that's great. The fact that like you're not jumping out of the vehicle anymore, but they are doing some land battle stuff, and there's this seamless transition to like being a Star Wars style walker. Bear and in then... mind, it's going to come out at the same time. Oh right, that, shit! That could, it is that could create out. a lot of hype behind this, actually. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So really does does look like they're doing some neat gameplay stuff there. I feel like they are holding back a little, like. It felt to me like this is the Super Mario 3D World yes. trailer for this year. You are going like, to get an awesome, you know, Star Fox Direct in, like, September. And I hope that's what happens, because knowing Platinum and the degrees to which they go crazy-wise, I'm expecting, like, this game to go off the fucking charts. Now, right now, we can't really say that that's, like, 100% going to be the case, but I feel like if we are following that model of like this primer trail j- trailer just to get us ready, and then like dropping the bomb later, this could be a very special game. 
Um, I have faith in Platinum, and obviously Bayonetta 2 was my game of the year last year. I'm very excited for what they do with it. It's made me more excited than I was before, but um, I want to see it more in motion, and they have been streaming a little bit on Treehouse. I'm going to go back and watch some of that footage. Uh, Apparently, it runs really nice at 60 frames a second. I expect no less from Nintendo, um, focusing on frame rate, and that could definitely help it visual-wise, because though the resolution and stuff isn't that high... The frame rate is what matters more, and I'm glad that they are prioritizing that. So, that's good. Um, yeah, Bali, any any other thoughts on Star Fox here? Uh, just that I think um, the motion controls are like I just hope they get it right. Like, and, yeah. and, like I think they got it right for Splatoon. I know you're not a fan of those motion controls, but if it's like if the controls are anything like that game, I'm super happy. Yeah, and they give you the choice as well. They said you don't have to do use them. Great, that's what we need, that's what we want. So I appreciate that they're doing that. Okay, let's move on uh, to the next announcement, which was a Skylanders announcement. They are partnering with Activision uh, to bring Amiibo uh, and special Skylander Nintendo characters to that game, which are also acting as Amiibo. This is just like the sort of thing where obviously they are going to make a fuck ton of money, but also... I couldn't give less of a shit. So, I don't know, Bally. Like, like they. So they announced like Bowser and Donkey Kong are going to be playable in the new Skylanders game, and it's exclusively on Wii U, of course, because Nintendo characters. And it's really weird because you like turn the underside of the Skylander over, and you can flip a switch to turn it into an amiibo, so it will have the full functionality of a standard Bowser or standard Donkey Kong amiibo. Um, which is kind of cool, because if you can't find a Bowser or Donkey Kong amiibo, because they're fucking amiibo, then maybe you can buy this, because apparently Skylanders and Activision have sorted out a model where, hey, guess what? You can buy the toys that they release. So, there you go. Yeah, I just think we're not the target market of this game, and I'm sure to lots of young people it looked cool, or maybe not. I'm not in the mind of a young person, but... Uh, yeah cool yeah all right well we can move on from that i don't want to dwell and spend too much time on that so well uh, let's move on to zelda uh which surprisingly there was zelda announcements of course nothing uh, on the wii u game we kind of had maybe a prediction that zelda would be shown uh the wii u one but unfortunately zelda sonic were. heroes yeah, uh, yeah. Instead, we get uh, we get that that game. Uh, so, Triforce Heroes was announced, which just completely came out of left field. No one expected that. Pretty much like the spiritual successor to Legend of Zelda Four Swords, although you have three players this time in a multiplayer setting. Uh, seems to be using the Link Between Worlds engine. R.I.P. Purple Link. Yes, uh, Purple Link no longer with us, unfortunately, um, but he will be within in our hearts for always. Um, Three-person multiplayer, uh, using the Link Between Worlds engine, and very much seeming like in the Wind Waker art style as opposed to the Link to the Past art style. Um, yeah. I, this is easily the thing I'm most excited for from this direct that I did not... Direct digital event that I didn't know about before today. Um, I am so excited. We're like, we're going to play online co-op Zelda, like MBZ. That is amazing. Like, this year. Like, that is, what, and- that is really cool. That is the important thing to say that it is online multiplayer. I was waiting and waiting and like I was I was 
very interested in this game, I was getting excited, but I was tempering that excitement, because if they said that this was local and not online, I would not have bought this, and it would have been yet another disappointment to add to the pile. The fact that it is online multiplayer means that I am 100% in and I'm excited for this game, but holy shit, they were very close to losing me, because it really, really just gets my goat, the fact that they consistently make these online, these not online games which are on 3DS, which have local options for multiplayer. It's like, it's such the Japan model and it annoys me because, you know, that's their market and people don't care about online. They always use local and I'm thankful that for fucking once they did this and it is an online game so we can play it. <sighs> Thank you. Thank and, you. Yeah, it looks so great. Like, just... The idea of solving... I mean, it's all... Many of the similar ideas to Four Swords, but just solving puzzles cooperatively. Um, and it's like, like taking on Zelda dungeons in multiplayer. Like, I you think just think about the possibilities of, like, the puzzles they can create and the different things they can do with having multiple people in a Zelda dungeon. So, so fun. So interesting. And, like, that is definitely going to be a... Uh, a good game for us. We can talk about it a bunch on the podcast because we'll be playing it together the whole time, <laughs> which be is great. amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. Um, uh, they really f- were focusing on this idea of a totem pole where the three players basically jump on top of one another and create like height differential. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of puzzles involving that, I feel. Yeah. Um, kind of more 3D elements being thrown in there. Uh, and uh, it's coming Q4 2015. So that seems like the the big kind of holiday title for 3DS, uh, seemingly. Um, yeah, I mean, seems like that and Star Fox and Mario Maker all this year. Um and more that we've not even talked about yet coming this year. Like it, it, they did pack in a lot this year. That is definitely the upside. Yeah, I'm, but see, here's the thing. Like, there's good stuff coming this year. The problem with this digital event is that we knew about ninety percent of it, and yes. that's why this is coming off as so disappointing. Because yeah. E3 is where you want surprises and you want new things and really we knew about most of these games um, which is why so. Triforce Heroes was so refreshing and exciting yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it was it was probably the, the best thing to come out of the event um, uh, so yeah we're excited for that and we'll be playing it later this year um, they then uh, continued the Zelda hype train a little bit with Hyrule Warriors Legends which is the 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors and that is coming uh, quarter one of 2016 not much to say on this neither of us care about Hyrule Warriors and uh, we'll continue to not care about it so Let's uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, moving on, Metroid Prime Federation Force. Bali, I made a prediction before this uh, E3 that there would be a... <laughs> MBZ was right. Hashtag MBZ was right in the worst possible way. Um, <laughs> I made a prediction that there would be a 3DS Metroid game made by Next Level and that it would be a return to form. It would be a sequel to Fusion. It would be a lovely 2D, incredible Metroidvania-style game. And... Um, well, that's not what this is. This is Metroid Prime Federation Force, a four-player co-op in the Metroid Prime universe with an art style that looks like an early DS game. And also comes with the Metroid Prime Blast Ball thing that was shown off at the Nintendo World Championship, uh, although it wasn't called Metroid Prime Blast Ball there, they just called it Blast Ball because they didn't want to ruin the so-called surprise um, of this reveal. Uh, and uh, I, w- I was right because this is being worked on by Next Level Games. Um, Bali? I'm I'm not going to jump wholeheartedly one way or another on this game just yet. I do think we saw too little, 
But I, the greatest concern I have is that the Metroid, and I, like I said, I've only played Metroid Prime 1 so far, but I'm going to play the other two. But the best thing about that game is the feeling of isolation and exploration. Those two things are so crucial to a three-dimensional Metroid. And I feel like this is going down the multiplayer shooter route. It looked incredibly shooty, incredibly multiplayer orientated, not a whole lot of exploration going on, um, definitely no isolation going on because you were playing with other people. And I am super concerned for this game. Um, They are missing the point of Metroid and I'm really scared that metroid prime is becoming shooter prime and that's not what metroid prime's about and it's really sad if it does turn out to be like that but i'm still open-minded um still will potentially pick this up um and i want to find out more about this game because i'm intrigued but i'm just i'm skeptical yeah we didn't see much of it really it was about 10 seconds if that um so not much to go on here but I'm crushingly disappointed. Like, I am agonizingly disappointed that this is the Metroid game that got announced. And I just don't know how to feel right now. Like, I I, I don't think they are doing anything with Metroid that is, like, going back to what it originally was. It feels like they've just abandoned that in so many ways. Yeah. And, and it, like, <sighs> Hunters was not... It really divided fans. There was really not group support for that game like i think after um other m hunters is considered like the worst metroid and like it's just it's it's weird that they would go back to that um they've obviously seen some sort of market research or something that's suggesting that it has to be multiplayer and co-op and all this and that that market research might have been what created them to meant they went with co-op for Zelda but to get co-op Zelda and Metroid both on 3DS like it looks a bit simple a bit obvious like come on like keep... it's like they wanted to hit the mark on two marquee franchises yeah but they're not big console games and they are not mainline games either like there is no whiff of Samus in this Metroid game you're no. playing as troops like standard yeah. federation troops and that is like so lacking in any character it really feels to me like they just made this game and then nintendo told them to stick metroid at the front of it yeah it feels like they made next level went off and wanted to do their own ip and this is what they wanted to do make it this co-op thing and make it a cool like kind of space thing and nintendo came to them and said put metroid on that put metroid prime on that and that fucking sucks that mm. fucking sucks, really. Um, so I don't know how to feel about it. Apparently, it's coming uh, 2016. There's no quarter uh, said, so it could be any time next year. Um, hey, yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, so then we move on to Fire Emblem, which is a little bit of happier news, but not that much. Really, the only thing we got was a reveal of the name for the Western Territories, and is now called Fire Emblem Fates instead of Fire Emblem Myth. I think that's a, a really good name, Bally. What do you think? Yeah, it is a good name. Um, it's, it's, it's a very similar meaning to if and potential and the future and fates and, you know, destiny, that yeah. kind of idea. It works well. Absolutely. You and can say F-E-F. Yeah, F-E-F. It's, F-E-F. <laughs> it's now known as F-E-F. <laughs> yeah, F-E-F. That new F-E-F, F-E-F game. F-E-F. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
goes in line with the fact that they are kind of splitting the paths and uh, you have to choose which one you go down and you'll change your fate depending on which one um so it makes absolute sense i like it it's short sharp to the point um they didn't say anything else though the trailer showed us a bit more gameplay and it was in english um, so it, like, yeah right we should mention it yeah. wasn't english so that makes us more kind of certain than it's coming early 2016 mm. Absolutely, I'm predicting this is going to go in the Fire Emblem Awakening Bravely Default spot for their, you know, 3DS RPGs. Um, so hopefully that will be the case, and we'll have it next year, and I'll be excited about it. But um, still, no word on what the pricing is going to be for the US and Europe. No idea on that. So great. And then we had more Shin Megami Cross Fire Emblem, which again, they didn't show anything that we hadn't seen before. This felt like the most obligatory trailer. Like, why was this in here, honestly, apart from to say it's still happening? Um, did you take anything out of this ballet? Because I really didn't. No. And it's still in Japanese, so we know it's a really long way away as well. Yeah, like, no explanation, no nothing, no in-game footage, more anime trailers. Like, I'm excited about it, I want to play it, but fuck, man, like, really gave us zero on that game uh next up we have more xenoblade um again we have had way too much footage the game is already out in japan i wasn't paying too much attention to the trailer because quite honestly i don't want anything spoiled for me on this game um but we do have a release date and it is coming out the end of this year thank god um in america they confirmed it for the 4th of december uh in the nintendo uk direct which i just had a look at to kind of pull all this information from it just said coming december 2015 which has me a little bit worried that we might drop into a captain toad situation um and have to slip to january which would be frustrating it's not the end of the world but it's kind of thing where i want to play this when everyone else is playing it um so We'll see. I, you know, that's it's a good long time though, Bally. You know, you'll have had time to kind of relax and not play a JRPG <laughs> until that game comes yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I so. mean, there are, there are a few longish games I want to play before then, but yeah, nothing like Xenoblade. No, def- no, nothing yeah. close. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, both of us are, and are really excited for that, and I'm glad. You know, obviously, Bally, you've played the original Xenoblade. Look so out for our spoiler cast coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, coming soon. Um, then we have Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing. Happy Home Designer uh, is coming out on the 2nd of October. I literally have nothing to say about that, so I won't. Uh, Amiibo Festival was announced. Uh, before this came on screen, everyone was like, oh my god, they're doing Animal Crossing Wii U! And it is an Animal Crossing Wii U game, but it is the Amiibo game that everyone's been asking for because no game requires Amiibo until now, which is, I guess this game so this is a board game where you use amiibo on a board with animal crossing characters there's um, like not even any mini games or anything they were just rolling dice and getting money and they didn't really show how the amiibos would work and it looked really 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 bad because as much as i wasn't excited for an animal crossing wii u game I probably would have potentially still picked one up because I've not played Animal Crossing in a long time. I mean, the DS game was your last one. Exactly. So. Uh, well, the Wii one, which I really burned me out because it was... We didn't even... Yeah, we exactly. don't count that. We don't count we, that. We shouldn't. You're right. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of in the mood to play another one, but I, there's no way in hell I'm playing that game because it looked absolutely terrible. And you have to own an Amiibo to play it anyway. Well, yeah, I, I own two, I'll have you know, but... Right, but 
did did they say that you can use all amiibo? Because it certainly looked like they're just doing these new Animal oh, Crossing amiibo. Oh god! Well, right? Yeah. Oh, that right? Is, that is horrible. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Fuck Nintendo! <laughs> what have you done? Oh my god! And like people, if you're considering, you know, like, hey, I want to pick up this game and I want to buy all the amiibo that come with it. Just don't like honestly spend your money on better games please like for the sake of humanity because that whole collecting idea with this game like you you are going to spend a lot of money just be the bigger man yeah <laughs> so uh next up was yoshi's woolly world which um both Bali and I just closed our eyes for most of this because <laughs> the game is coming out literally next week and they spent like six minutes on it out of a 51 minute presentation that is way too much time for a game that is so imminent I understand why because yeah. in America it's not coming out until October but for us it's literally next week so I don't want to see any more of this game I've already pre-ordered it it's coming and I'm I'm very excited about it sure but it fucking sucks that they spend so much time on it, right? Yeah, like it, I can completely, I completely agree. I can understand why they did it, but for someone who's already pre-ordered it, Nintendo, you're getting my money. It's coming in like less than two weeks. Just, just show me something else, or like even if they'd gone for the other game, they're pushing at the moment with Splatoon, with some DLC or something like that. That would have been quite interesting, but. Not, right, and this whole direct this lacked any DLC for Splatoon, anything for Mario Kart. Um, yeah, like games that loads and loads of people are playing right now that would happily spend money on DLC, and it looks like we're not going to get any anytime soon. So that's a real bad move, in my opinion. But I'm not a economist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's that. Yep, that that works. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we. Oh, we'll t- we'll be talking about Yoshi way sooner than this game is even out in America. So, look forward to that at the very least. Um, next up, uh, a big game for Nintendo if they can do it right, uh, and that is of course Yokai Watch. Uh, Yokai Watch, the uh, very beloved Japanese kind of second coming of Pokemon, almost. Um, it is huge in Japan to the extent that it sells like four or five million copies a year there and like that in Japan is astro-fucking-nomical. Like that is 20, 25 million in the West um, if you're kind of comparing population numbers. Um, this game could be a giant success here if it's done correctly in the sense that the anime is all worked out with like that stuff and then they have toys to go along with it like in terms of a co-marketing effort it needs to be kind of executed perfectly um and i think it could potentially happen the game looks cool and it's the sort of thing where it's like this very kind of refreshing take on that genre um it's an rpg of course and i'm interested in it and i'm probably going to pick it up and check it out and see how it does because uh yeah, I've been following this game for quite a while, and uh, I'm curious about it. Um, is there any interest from you in Yokai Watch at all, Bally? Um, not so much. I'm less interested, but certainly if you say good stuff about it, I would be interested. Um, and yeah, I, I, I am interested in the sense of seeing how it's going to hit the West. And right, I mean, obviously that benchmark of Pokemon is a pretty high level to beat. Um, but like, it's interesting to see how close they can come. I think that, yeah, like, we'll, uh... as, in terms of a cultural extravaganza, I think that is quite interesting. Absolutely. Um, 
yeah, we uh, will we'll await that with bated breath, and that, I think that is 2016 they confirmed, right? So um, I don't think that that means... Yeah, there wasn't any specific like quarter given, so could be any time next year. Um, we'll see. Uh, so next up was Mario and Luigi meet Paper Mario in a 3DS crossover game, which another moment when I was like, wait, what, really? Are they actually going to do that? Um, yeah, Bali, what do you think of this? It's all about the crossover games at the moment, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Um, I've never played any games in either of these series. Um, I'm more interested in Paper Mario based on what you've said about that series. Um, but I need to play some older games in the series before I'm interested in this, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. It absolutely. looked interesting, but uh, yeah, I'm not over the top about it. Yeah, so you see, I'm really worried about this. Like, it's using the art style that they used in Dream Team Brothers, which I think is god fucking awful. It's one of the ugliest games Nintendo has ever made. Um, it's not Nintendo, of course. It's 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 Alpha Dream who are the people who make these games. Um, and I'm not sure if this is co-developed by them and Nintendo or what's happening with it, but I guess we'll find out. That game, Mario and Luigi Dream Team Brothers, is one of the worst games I've played in a long time. Like that game is. It, it like outstays its welcome well beyond what it's supposed to. It's just a boring, ter- terribly written, ugly game. Has annoying mini game stuff, and the combat was just kind of bland. It didn't do anything fresh to that formula, and it looks like it's very similar to that. And I'm really worried that this is going to turn out because this looks like it could be so so cool. And even like the Paper Mario game sticker star on 3DS was like it was a gorgeous game. It had so many cool things about it, but it was also fucking broken in its design. Like if you didn't use a guide, you would no hell and like no chance in hell of beating that game. It was so obscure with like the specific stickers you had to use and everything. And it looks like they're just going back to the standard kind of RPG battling system where you don't need to do that stuff, but I don't know, Bally. Like, I should be excited about this game, but with the recent stuff that has happened, fuck, I don't even know, and I don't know what to think, so... I mean, there's I'll quite wait. there's quite a lot of games this holiday, so we'll probably be a bit strapped for cash come spring, so maybe yeah. there'll be there have to be a few that get the chop. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but at least it is next year, so I don't need to worry about it till then, and we will see. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna. That's the kind of game I'm gonna wait on reviews, see what they say. Um, it, when I should be super excited about it, and it sucks that I'm not. But what are you gonna do? Uh, in any case, we move on then to Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Again, it's like this kind of second tier franchise announcement. It's a sports game. It's a Mario sports game, and it's the sort of thing where I'm like, ah. Oh, None of those Mario Tennis games have been good since the Game Boy, and it looks like... Lies, lies, lies. The N64 version was very good. Okay. Well, I think that came out before the Game Boy version, didn't it? uh, Same time, I want to say, but yeah. Yeah, well, they're they're the same time period, right? So if we think about, like, since then, since then, it really hasn't got much better. Apart from the GBA game, was that okay? I think you played that. I didn't play that one actually but I the, oh, really? my big issue with the GameCube one and what looks like this one is that they have these massive over the top power ups between um, between shots and bet- in the middle of points and it's like and I, I'm, a, I'm a big tennis fan I, I played a lot of tennis like I'm really into tennis and 
I just want to see Mario playing tennis. I don't want any of this Mushroom Kingdom stuff added on with the power-ups and the etc. Like, just give me Mario playing tennis with all his characters. And that's what the N64 version and the Game Boy Color version did so well, is it was a great tennis game with Mario characters. That's what it should be. Like, try and keep the power-ups out of it, in my opinion. Yeah, or at least just put them in a separate mode, you know? Like, yeah, like, and, and the GameCube different... mode did have um, a mode like that, where you could take them out but the, the the physics were just so much more like constricted to the compared uh, to the N64 one. The N64 one felt a lot more weighty and loose and just a better game in general. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of announcement that I just don't care about. So it has done nothing for me. You, do you think you'd be interested at all in this? Because I know, obviously, you have a history with Mario Tennis. So Yeah, it, if those people who love the N64 in color version like I love um, like it, then I'll maybe pick it up. But if, if it's just more of the GameCube version um, then or the 3DS version, then I, it's not for me. Right, like they made a 3DS version of this really recently. Like, uh, I what? think it was like two years ago, but yeah. It was still pretty recent, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, yes. Then we move on to um, basically the last thing, which is just let's talk more about Mario Maker. Um, we didn't know this was the last thing at the time. We both thought there would be one more thing at the end. Which would be <laughs> yeah, retros, retros game, and we'd get that We were pretty burned out way. by the, the tripe that had been beforehand <laughs> when yeah. this came bumbling yeah. on. Um, I mean, it was a really cool segment in sense. Like, I think I need to go back and watch it again because at the time I just wasn't paying enough attention. I was just sitting there anxiously awaiting a real big announcement. Exactly, yeah. And so I wasn't focused on it. Um, but they were talking about this cool stuff about you know the original Super Mario Brothers and how they had graph paper when they were working on it, mm. and like they still had those original sketches and everything. And they've incorporated cool. the grid into when you were making the levels and stuff. That, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, um, we were, you're right. We were definitely in the wrong mood to be watching this very um, charming video that you might yeah. say um, that they'd put together and. By the time it broke down into loads of people dancing to Mario and singing and being happy that Mario was 30 years old uh, and we knew that this was the replacement to another one more big game announcement, it, I, we both felt very, very low. Like, it was not yeah. a good a good thing. Not at all. Um, they didn't really say anything else about the game they, though, did they? This like... was the time when they should have said and here's how the ranking system will work. This is how you're going to be able to play the craziest levels, the best levels. We're going to sort them by doing X, Y, Z. You can share them with your friends. This is how you do it. Show us some screens. Show us some gameplay and it was not that at all. Yeah. It was it just was more of wasting time I feel like more of padding because they didn't have anything better to show and um and this this is maybe nitpicking but if you're going to celebrate 30 years of Mario do not just focus on the two dimensional stuff like the three dimensional stuff is so important and we didn't see any of it like come on the Galaxy Games Mario 64 Sunshine are all fantastic games that they're industry-defining like, games. I don't think you know? Mario would be around in the same way if they didn't exist. It's very hard to push him as a as only a two-dimensional character right up until 2015. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Genre-defining. Mario 64. Massive game. 
like talk about it. It's still Mario, you know. Yeah, I yeah, I was very disappointed that there was no kind of. I mean, and it is kind of a stupid thing to get excited for a remake, but like that would have been better than half the shit they showed yep. in this event. Quite a- honestly, HD Super Mario Sunshine would have been a nice tie-in, so they could have said, "If you want to celebrate 30 years of Mario 2D, we've got Mario Maker. If you want to celebrate 30 years of Mario 3D, here's the HD Sunshine." Boom. Yeah. And uh, and then they ended it with a montage of fucking YouTube videos of people being Mario, and I was like, "Fuck this thing, <laughs> um, I'm out." Uh, God, it was like it was worse than the fucking fireworks Nintendo Land thing at the end of Nintendo's last. And then ever they were like, "Send conference. us in your videos of Mario," and I swear they're just gonna get a series of videos of people giving their middle finger to the camera, yes. just saying, "Where's my Zelda? Where's my Metroid? Don't give me co-op games. Give me Wii U HD Metroid and Zelda." And we didn't get either of those, and that is a big shame. And it's tragic. We still really. don't know. This is the biggest question in my mind from this entire digital event. We do not know what retro studios are working on. Yeah, it's still a mystery. Um, it could again F- be another F zero two K sixteen. Bali, you are you are just <laughs> after this digital <laughs> event. That is so much further away know, from right? anything <laughs> that, that we're thinking about right now. F-Zero like that is, is fucking be astronomically to a mobile from game. reality. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I mean, like, I don't want to leave this on a negative note, but really, like, this is one of the worst Nintendo press conference things that has ever happened at an E3. It is the miles apart from what they did last year. And it's to the point where I, I'm so uninterested in half of what they showed that I'm not even bothered about tuning into Treehouse Live. They don't have any roundtables this year, so there's nothing else to potentially get excited for in the coming days. Because Nintendo used to do it where they would kind of stagger things. That's how we got the codename Steam announcement last year. There's nothing else. And like now I'm just really depressed, and it sucks. Yeah. And... It's really the first we've seen in them saying, like, it's time for the Wii U's life to end. Because we have, like, what of all those games we've just talked about, what games are coming out in 2016 on the Wii U? Because it just, for me, they are just signaling that NX, big thing, next E3, coming out holiday 2016. Because the Wii U got so little love for 2016. And I'm now... 100% convinced Zelda Wii U is going to be on the NX. It really feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It really feels like they are letting it go and letting it die. And you see like how many 3DS announcements there were. I was shocked. I was fucking like, thrown back by the number of 3DS announcements. If we think about this, games that we did not know about the, uh, that we did not know about going into E3 that are on Wii U... Amiibo Animal Crossing and Mario Tennis. Yep. That is it. Amiibo Animal Crossing and Mario Tennis. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? 
I cannot believe that that is the case. They're, they're shutting up shop with that system. It is so clear. It was, and I, I, I do think Zelda Wii U will still come to Wii U, but I'm convinced now that it is also coming to NX. It's going to be another Twilight Princess. It's impossible, like it's impossible to try and see in my mind that there's going to be much between Star Fox and Zelda Wii U. Yeah, I and I don't see it. All the Metroids, the F Zeros, the other big Wii U games we're thinking about, they have to be moved to um NX. Like Retro must be working on NX. Yeah, as you said before, like there's no point in wasting those games on a dying platform. Exactly. And um And I feel like the decision to go ahead with Star Fox might have been just before that decision that the Wii was dead. Maybe it was maybe they still had Maybe their market plan was still that something could happen from the system when they decided, right, the next big game is going to be Star Fox. Um, and maybe they would, they just felt like they had to make Star Fox to show the use of the gamepad or something like that. And it, it looks good. That It does look like a good use of the gamepad as well. But it's just nothing for 2016 Wii U. And if you compare that to last year where we had Woolly World, Splatoon, Kirby Canvas, Kirby Canvas, Kirby uh, Rainbow Curse, and there were not, like Xenoblade. Those all yeah. these announcements for games coming to Wii U, and this year was just 3DS and nothing on Wii U. Yep. Um, yeah, really. Like Shimagami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem is the only. That's true. Wii U that game. is true. That is the one we did not mention. Right. Um, Aside from Zelda, of course. But um, that is it. That is it. That is it. That is it. And I guess that is it for this podcast. Uh, sorry to leave you on a downer. But, hey, um, I'm pumped for um, Triforce Heroes. That is what I'm yeah, pumped that's about. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That that's going to be great good. fun. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're both are huge fans of Link Between Worlds, and it's using that engine, and it seems like it's a good team working on it. Um, Star Fox, I'm sure, will be fantastic, and I'm excited about that. So, l- look, like if we think about it in terms of games that are coming out for the rest of the year... It's a pretty good lineup. Like we have Xenoblade, we have Mario Maker, we have you know all Star these Fox. things that are coming. We have Woolly World next week. Like there is a lot of good, good games coming to Nintendo platforms. They we just knew about most of them is the problem. We just knew about most of them, and they didn't have any big megaton, uh, which they needed. They needed, and they didn't have it. And uh, I yeah, also think um, the fact they actually mentioned NX in this direct was a big surprise and that I think that is a big signal yeah it yeah I, I didn't expect them to say anything even about it to even mention the word and yet Reggie opens with that which he, was... what did he say he basically said oh yeah it's going to be the focus of 2016 or something like that basically we yeah said, we're going to talk about that in 2016 and it's like wow yeah. okay yeah they're going to be serious about it in 2016 um, I have a feeling that E3 2016 is going to be special Hopefully it will be. Um, uh, that's my hope. Uh, after this, I'm not sure you can get any worse. So we will. Uh, we'll hopefully. Be I don't know. I, launches are always tough, and we're about to approach another launch of a Nintendo system. And but if if what we predict is true, then we'll have one of the best launch games of all time. If Zelda is indeed moving, yes. So yes. Um, 
Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the Nintendo press conference, uh, digital event, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can email us at our email address, which is thisnintendolife at gmail.com. Also, keep up with us on the Twitters at TNL Podcast. Um, we're doing our Backlog Club feature right now. We're playing a Zelda game. It's more than Nintendo doing. Uh <laughs> Uh, we're playing Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Bally and I are both uh, you know, a couple dungeons in, and we're both really enjoying it. Uh, we'll be talking about that probably in maybe a month's time or so. A couple of shows from now, I would predict, is when we're going to be talking mm. about that. So about a month, you got to go on Minish Cap, uh, get rolling through that game, and send us your emails about it, send us your thoughts about it, and tweet us uh, all about the Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Um, hope you're having fun with that. Um, and uh, also, if you can, we'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's E3. Usually, we get more traffic during E3 than any other time of year because people are excited about video so games. So, if you've never listened to us before, let us know what you think. Just hop over and over. Probably to a iTunes. bad first episode to jump in. Isn't it? <laughs> trust We're usually me, quite positive I'm about Nintendo. I'm normally criticised for being a fanboy, so trust me. Like, yeah, we are normally better than this. But um, yeah, let us know what you think on iTunes. We really appreciate it. I was just reading through all our reviews the other day, MBZ, and like, there's some really, really great stuff there so far. So yeah, thank you so much for everyone who has reviewed us so far. And yeah, we'll do in the future. So. Uh, we uh, can be found on many, many places on the internet. You can uh, find me on Twitter at LordMBZ. Meverse is LordMBZ as well. Bally, where can people find you? I am at Ballyman91, B-A-L-L-Y-M-A-N-9-1. And that is also my name on the Meverse. So yeah, check me out on there. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes as we mentioned before uh, we're on Stitcher which is a app on the phones which you can listen to us and it is a good one um, and uh, yeah we're on YouTube as well so uh, check us out listen to our podcast subscribe always helps and uh, I guess we'll see you guys uh, soon whenever we do our next episode and we're so out yeah, of sync now I don't even know ep- when the next episode, episode is episode 43 is going to come uh, less than two weeks time yeah probably We'll figure that out. Uh, Anyway, yes, uh, once again, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.